Grab a cup of tea. Let's chat. Hey, I'm Lisa, and welcome to In Pursuit. I'm all about creating conversation and sharing my ideas on the world, and that's what this platform is. This podcast is all about conversation and innovation and just reaching those hard-to-talk-about topics. I hope to present new ideas and just spark a curiosity in you. Also, I am a big lover of tea, so grab a cup of tea, let's chat. Oh my goodness, I'm getting kind of not emotional, but that felt weird because that was the last time that I'm ever going to say that, and... This is the final episode of season two, Grab a Cup of Tea, Let's Chat. So I'm just excited to end one thing and begin another, but just wanted to start off by saying thank you so much for supporting me and coming back again and again throughout all these episodes. I upload like so much in the past few months, but it's been so fun and it's been such a journey, especially just finding my voice and really learning how to talk for like 40 minutes. That's something that I never thought I would be able to do by myself, but it's been fun and I'm excited to have a new season with different guests, but um, I just feel like this is too dramatic because this new season is coming out on Friday and you will literally hear me in two days, but I'm still feeling a bit sad about just ending this season where I'm by myself and I'm just, you know, sharing one-on-one, sharing my two cents, but I've truly, truly enjoyed it and I just wanted to take a moment to say a big thank you. So, I know that this episode will probably already be long as is, so I will just jump right into the questions, skip the whole story because I don't really have any life updates, and yeah, again, just a big thank you, and before I dive into the questions, let me just take a moment to hear from today's sponsor. Also, I tried not to look too much into these questions, so my answers are really raw and real and in the moment, and then in the middle of them, I will be taking a sort of tea personality test. I thought it fit the season finale of Grab a Cup of Tea, and to find out what kind of tea I am, and maybe some tea trivia as well, but I thought it'd be fun to throw something in there that was a little more personalized, but yeah, let me take a minute for today's sponsor and then dive right into the questions. I have been using Anchor to make this podcast and it's been so easy, so fun, and not to mention free. It has all the tools that you need, editing, messages, background music, all on the website and you can upload, edit, and distribute all in one place. Also, there's no minimum requirement to make money from your podcast and just all in all, it's very easy and everything that you need is right on the website. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and start your podcast today. Okay, so the first one is describe yourself in a hashtag. Oh geez, this just took me all the way back to like middle school and early high school, but back in the OG Instagram days when no one really cared what you posted and you could literally post a picture of your lunch and go about your day and sometimes people would post like three times a day, you know? Yeah, back in those days, I would always post outfits of the day and I would just 
always have something different, something fun. OOTD was my biggest and most used hashtag, I would say, when I was like 12, 13, 14. And I always look forward to come home to school and post a picture of my outfit. And I guess the thing why like it's not as common anymore is because people can post them on stories. But back in the day, I used to do a real OG post and use that hashtag. So if I had to describe myself in a hashtag, it would definitely be OOTD. The next question is, what is your favorite time of day? I would definitely say that my favorite time of day is morning time. I think I'm definitely a morning person and I can get a lot done if I tell myself to wake up earlier than my commitments and do anything that I need to do, finish an assignment, work out, just read, hang out with God, spend time on my breakfast, whatever the case may be. I love just having slow mornings and really taking time for yourself, and so I would definitely say morning is my favorite time of day. The next question is my style icon, which I think if I'm hearing this right, it's like whoever you look up to for their sense of style. And actually, back in my OOT days, OOTD days, I loved Madison Pettis, and I loved her style and just how she dressed. I thought it was so, like, chic. So definitely her, um my younger self, I definitely love looking at her outfits. The next question is, what is an ingredient that you put in everything? And I know this is going to sound weird because by itself, it doesn't really have the best flavor and it's kind of bitter, but I think apple cider vinegar goes well in a lot of different things, whether it's like a stew or like a curry or even like my waffles. Anything that I make, I always just add like a teaspoon, just a dash of apple cider vinegar, and I feel like it gives it the perfect kick and balance of whatever flavor that dish has. Window or aisle seat? Now, I'm very much up for the views and looking out the window during flights, but I end up just annoying the person who sits in the aisle for having to get out to use the bathroom, so I always choose the aisle seat just so I can not be bothersome to the people next to me. A must-have clothing item that everyone should have. I think it's just a big struggle for girls, no matter your size, your height, anything, to find a good, solid pair of jeans. So definitely just finding those jeans and sticking with them. I think it's just a small thing, but it's definitely hard to just find jeans that fit you right at the waist, at the thighs. It's so difficult. So a must-have item is just having your go-to pair of jeans. The next one asks, how would you define yourself in three words? And I think I would definitely say ambitious to begin with. Um, I think that I just have big goals and I'm always working towards those goals and always trying new things, trying new ways to go about life. And so I would definitely say ambitious. And then I would also like to say daring. I think in that and just being in a place where you're so interested in learning more about life. I have definitely have just always been not scared to try new things and that can be scary things or just everyday things but I think I'm daring and lastly I would like to say that I'm nice. I know that's not really sometimes people say nice is a bad thing and I definitely remember in high school people would say Lisa like you're too nice you care too much about the people around you but I definitely don't think that is a bad thing. I actually specifically remember one time a girl in my choir class told me that when I first moved to that school, she's like, oh, this girl's too nice. There's something off about her. So she didn't like me because of that. So I don't know. Some people take it as a bad thing, but I think being nice is a good thing. The next question asks, what is something you would like to be remembered for? 
and I've mentioned before that I'm studying global health and I'm just really passionate on like access to healthcare and reconstructing different health systems across the world. So I would like to be known for solving one problem in relation to health and healthcare access and just that whole arena of things. And that's something that I would just feel so honored to be remembered as. This one asks, what is your most embarrassing moment? And my most embarrassing moment was in elementary school. I can't exactly remember the grade, but it must have been like third or fourth or maybe second, somewhere along those, and definitely in elementary school. And we were in the cafeteria and we had these long tables at my elementary school. So you just kind of are piled in a random order as you kind of line up for they're getting your lunch and once you get your tray you sit down and you just talk with whoever's across from you i think that's how they encouraged getting to talk to different people you didn't really get to choose who you sat by and so that day i remember i was so hungry and i was so looking forward to lunch because you know your girl always checked the menu and i knew that it was going to be a popcorn chicken day and then once i sit down i actually ended up sitting down across from my crush and <laughs> I was trying to be so animated in what I was saying, like I was trying to say something and just like get his attention, I guess, or make the conversation interesting, and I swung my hand, there goes flying my whole tray of popcorn chicken, I don't even think I had taken a bite yet, and back in those days I used to mix barbecue sauce and ranch, and it was so good, so there just goes my tray, there goes my lunch, right in front of my crush, and I'm so embarrassed, my food's on the ground, and then someone comes out, and I'm helping her clean it up, and she's like, I could get you a new tray, like, making sure that I get some lunch in me, because of course I hadn't even had much of it, and I was like, no, it's okay, I just, I'll go back to my classroom, I was just so embarrassed. Actually, I don't even think I could go back to my classroom. I just sat there at lunch while everyone was eating their food right in front of my crush with no food, and I didn't even know what to say. That was so embarrassing. What is your biggest weakness? I think my biggest weakness is trying to make everyone happy just because in some contexts, it's an amazing thing, and you can just make sure everyone is catered to. But at the same time, it's a lot of pressure for yourself and it's just unhealthy in most situations. So I definitely say that's a weakness of mine. And then as for my biggest strength, I think it is just being able to light up a room wherever I am. And then my family also says that I have the strength of bringing people together. And this was like when I was in Kenya, um, a lot of my family members just came together to me and my aunts were like, wow, we haven't seen these people in a long time, even though we're in the same area. You have such a way of bringing people together. And even being home with my family, my mom's always like, we never just sit around the table and play cards. Like, you have a way of bringing people together. So I think to other people, that's another strength of mine. What is your favorite band? Now, I think I'm a little biased, and I'm going to tell the story as to why, but about three years ago actually it'll be three years ago this weekend because it was on father's day my friend and i went to the county fair to go and just hang out and actually that day um this band was playing and this band is the plain white tees and of course like everyone knows hey there delilah some of their biggest hits and so i was just excited to see them but prior to going we realized that you could either buy tickets on 
the website and depending on how much you paid for that's how you would be able to be seated so i think it was eighty dollars to sit at the very very front forty dollars to sit in the middle and then it was free from the back and back then my friend and i were like nah we just want to sit where it's free like it's not that deep so we go and take our seats and then before the band actually comes out to play this woman comes out and she's like okay everybody listen up i have three pairs of tickets that I am prepared to give to three pairs, um, whoever cheers the loudest and just shows how much they want to sit at the front will get their very own chance to sit at the front row for the plain white tees. And so everyone's going crazy. And (laughs) let me just say, I'm a very loud person. I don't think it comes across on this podcast because I talk very lightly and maybe it's because I can hear myself in my ears but for the most part um I'm a very loud person and actually two years in a row for lacrosse I won most spirited so that just shows you how loud I am so of course I'm like all right say no more I'm on it I stand up on my seat back then I was like wearing this really bright blue romper so I feel like I already stood out and my friend just kind of looked at me she's like oh geez please don't tell me you're gonna do this and I'm like I'm gonna do this and I just start yelling in my seat and I'm like me I want the tickets Ah!" and I'm just going ham I'm prepared to win these seats and so of course your girl got the seats and I was able to bring me and my friend up to the front when originally we weren't even planning on just paying to sit at the front we just wanted to enjoy the music from the back you know for free and so we move up to the front and it's just really fun and it's like good vibes because it's so chill it's the county fair and at the end of one song I think I made eye contact with the lead singer and I just kind of nodded like oh wow that was such a good set you know kind of that eye kind of conversation eye to eye and after I nodded he looked back at me dead in my eye and said through the microphone hey you what's your name And I said, oh, my name is Lisa. And he was like, okay, Lisa, this next song is for you. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that was so, so sweet. And it was just crazy because he wouldn't have even been able to be within like eyeshot of me if I was still in the back. And then later on, this woman yells out like, play, da-da-da, and she yells like a song that she wants them to play. And so he's like, okay, we got you. And then he looks back over at me and he goes, don't worry, Lisa don't be jealous. You were always my first love. And it was just so sweet because he remembered my name. And after that, my forever favorite band will be Plain White Tees. This next question asks, what is your idea of a perfect date? Okay, I am definitely a fan of like the outdoors and more picnic-y kind of dates, but I also really love like good Asian restaurant food. So I think my idea of the perfect date would be getting some takeout, some, you know, pad thai or something, and then going and sitting somewhere where there's a view and just watching the view and eating and hanging out, maybe play some board games. I'm a big sucker for, like, cards and board games. And then afterwards, just hanging out at a view, maybe going to get some dessert because I also really love dessert. And yeah, just getting to enjoy each other's company, but more so in the outdoors and not really like in a restaurant where there's a lot of people and you can't really have just that intimate conversation. So that is my idea of a perfect date. When are you most inspired? I think I am the most inspired when 
I am reading some nonfiction, whether that's like articles or just um, some maybe global health issues and stuff like that. And then also listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, anything where it's like a good source of either information or a good source of motivation. I think those two things really inspire me to do something different with my life. This next question asks, what is your current favorite TV character? And I have been watching a lot of Good Luck Charlie on Disney Plus lately, and I have to say, I give so much credit to Amy Duncan. I never realized how relatable she is, how just funny and witty that she is. So I think she's just, I always laugh at her lines and just her facial expressions, and I think she's hilarious. What is your pet peeve? Um, I think I have two, maybe like a current one and then one that I used to hate. So my current one would be when people leave their phone on during exams and especially in big lecture halls where you're like 300 at a time. I'm like, man, put your phone on, do not disturb because a lot of people just leave their phone on and you can hear Snapchats coming in and their phone's just buzzing over and over again. And especially when you're taking a test, I feel like the sound is just amplified and I'm like, ma'am, why didn't you put your phone on do not disturb or turn it off like we're told to. So that is something that just really bothers me and it's probably just because it's so prevalent in my life in college. And then another thing that I used to hate, I got so annoyed when people did this, but in middle school and early high school, people used to hang their hand on the little hook of your backpack like you know where you hang up your backpack people would just use that and girls would hang on that and like follow each other to like the lunchroom or the bathroom or wherever they're going and I hated that I thought it was so annoying so that was definitely a pet peeve of mine back then what is your favorite board game and I mentioned a bit earlier that I'm a sucker for board games and just a good old game night I love like Scrabble and even headbands and this past December when I was in Kenya, my cousins took me to this really fun restaurant called Bao Box. And it's a place where it's just this really cute cafe kind of restaurant place and you can sit outside. So we sat outside and there's um, board games in the middle of the restaurant in this big stand. And throughout the day, you can just keep playing these games. And so we went there for like a lunch and we ended up just playing so many games that we stayed for dinner. It's just that fun. And I really just enjoyed that outing because I think board games are getting out of fashion and it's something that should be brought back. So that was one of my most fun places that I visited in Kenya. And I would definitely say that my favorite board game is just a good old simple cards. I don't know if that counts, but I think you can always do so much with cards. It's always fun to carry a deck of cards around with you and play with whoever is around. And I love bringing cards to like restaurants when we go out to eat. And as we wait for our food, I'll like be like, guys, let's play a game of BS. So I just love cards. I think they're so simple and you can never go wrong. This next question is, what book did you most recently finish? And I actually finished this book today. I've been reading The Girl on the Train for quite some time now. Um, I'm the type of person who reads so slowly for like a month. And then the last few days, I'll just crank out a book because I'm like eager to finish it or maybe it gets really good or maybe I just want to start a different book and so these past couple days I've really been reading a lot of that book and I ended up finishing today and it was pretty good and kind of had a twisted ending but I definitely didn't expect it I did not see it coming 
and so I would recommend it, but I recently finished The Girl on the Train today. The next question is, what is your favorite holiday? And this one is a bit different because I am not, like, really tied to, like, Christmas or Thanksgiving. I think it's fun, but I've never just always deemed that my favorite holiday. I would think my favorite holiday is actually Valentine's Day. Now, saying it out loud, um, ever since I was little, I feel like my mom has always make it a thing to go on an extra limb for Valentine's Day, and she'll always get us cards or chocolate, and actually this past Valentine's Day, she sent me flowers to my work um, when I was working, so it was just really sweet and thoughtful, and I feel like she always finds a way to make the day special, so I've always enjoyed Valentine's Day. The next question asks, what is something you can't do? And I can't dance to save my life. I am such a bad dancer, can't even dance in like social settings, and it's pretty embarrassing, not gonna lie, but it's just something that I have never been good at, and I don't think I ever will be. Even when I was in like eighth grade and ninth grade and I was in show choir, I remember that my show choir, I don't know if she did this on purpose, but I always thought it's because I couldn't dance. I would always be in the back, like back left, full on, just always in the back because I was not the star of the show. I was there for the vocals. And then when it was the ballad, which is the song that is just singing and smiling, that's when I would be front row. And I think that's just funny, even for choreographed settings, no matter how much someone teaches me, there's just no way for me to execute it in a way that looks presentable. So I just have two left feet and I blame my dad for that. This next question is, what is your favorite fast food order? And um, I don't, actually, I don't think I've had it in a really long time, but definitely my favorite is Jack in the Box Curly Fries. They're so good. They're the best curly fries ever. And even just like curly fries from anywhere in general, I feel like are always my go-to. And then the next question is, what is something you don't want to be doing in 10 years? And I would definitely say be in school or be in a school setting or be in like a program I think I'd want to be done with school in 10 years or just be done with that chapter in my life and be more so in the workforce do you like surprises now I always like to say no um I always like to think that I like to know what's coming I like to just be able to plan for things and I just always said that I'm not a fan of surprises, but then someone pointed out to me, but when you do get surprised, you're absolutely overjoyed. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I think if it's a real surprise where you really don't know what's coming and it's like a small or really thoughtful thing, I think those are sweet. But when you know that something big is coming and you're anticipating it, I think I don't really like those. And I'm always like, no, just tell me what is it? What is it? So it really depends on if the person keeps it a good secret. What did you want to do with your life at age 12? Now, growing up, I always wanted to be a pediatrician. I always said that when someone asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, but I think around this age, I was kind of doubting it or rather exploring other career options. And I really remember writing down in a journal just a bunch of different other things that I could do. And so I was more interested in creative um careers and more so in the realm of event planning or being an interior designer. So those are some other things that I wanted to be when I was 12. What is your favorite color? My favorite color is yellow. It has been for quite some time and I have a yellow phone. I have like the yellow vans. I feel like I have so many yellow things and I just really love the color. Coffee or tea? 
Ooh, this is a hard one. I really do love them both, and I could have both of them multiple times a day, but oh, wow, this is difficult. I might have to go with tea just because it can be caffeinated, decaffeinated. There's so many different flavors and varieties. You can add milk and sugar. So I think it's just more um, varied than coffee, which I guess is why I would choose tea. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Oh, definitely dark chocolate. I'm a big fan of the rich flavor and I didn't really like milk chocolate for the longest time unless it was in like a Snickers bar or was mixed in with like nuts or some fruit flavor, but just by itself, I'm not the biggest fan. A dessert that you don't like. This is big because I have such the biggest sweet tooth, but I'm not the biggest fan of cheesecake and I don't think I've just ever acquired a taste for cheesecake. And so I think more so often people are like, let's go get cheesecake or let's go do this. Maybe we should grab some cheesecake. I'm like, mm, I'd rather go for like a real cake with cream cheese frosting. Now, as for a dessert that I love, I think that I will always, forever, and always ride for cookies and any kinds of cookies, cookies and tea, cookies and coffee. I will never say no to a cookie. I think that they're so Again, they can be made in so many different ways, have different ingredients, they are fun to make, fun to decorate, and cookies are definitely my favorite dessert just because also I feel like they're so available. Sometimes you want a chocolate cake, but where are you going to get a chocolate cake from? And you can't just get like one slice for the most part, but you can always get just one cookie. Summer or winter? Ooh, definitely winter. Um, I know when it is actually winter, I'm definitely looking forward to summer, but I think I'm more so a person who I would rather put on layers than be uncomfortably hot, you know, sweltering. So I definitely would choose like winter. I also think that winter fashion is really pretty and when it's not kind of slushy and stuff outside, the snow is gorgeous. So I would definitely choose winter. Okay, now I'm going to go into the tea quizzes and the tea kind of fun facts, know how much I know about tea, but I thought that as I'm pulling them up, I could just list some of my favorite teas and some of just flavors that I love. And so I would definitely start with jasmine green. I think it's so, so good. And I always loved like jasmine green milk tea in high school. And then once I actually tried like the tea by itself, I really like it. And I'm not a big fan of green tea by itself, but definitely with jasmine or that other flavor that I mentioned, Moroccan mint, which it has, I think, spearmint and peppermint in it and green tea. When it's mixed in with some other stuff, I think it's really good. And then I also really like just peppermint tea by itself, which you can probably tell by my coupon code, which is just peppermint. And then I love Earl Grey with some milk and honey or just a regular black Kenyan old chai tea, which is really good. Um, I love the lemon and ginger kind of tea, especially in the winter time when you need something that's going to brighten you up. Um, and then by the brand Traditional Medicinals, there's this really good tea called Cup of Calm. And I can't exactly remember the ingredients in it, but I just remember it's like supposed to help you relax at night and it tastes so good. I remember buying a pack and it was gone within like a week. It was just so delicious. And then I love oolong tea and um, one of my friends actually, I think I had had it before, but she reintroduced it to me freshman year, first round of finals, and her and her sister had so many, so much tea in their dorm, so she would always make this oolong 
pot of tea because she had like the loose leaf kind and I drank it over and over again like I would just refill my cup as soon as it was over and that was like my steady drink and so drinking oolong tea takes me back to that final season and I really like it. I also really like ginger tea just like the good old when you grind up some ginger and boil it and let it seep for hours that kind of tea is really so soothing for like throat the digestive system it works for so many things and then I didn't think I liked matcha but I retried it really recently and it was so good um I had it with oat milk and it's just the perfect amount of like sweetness mixed with matcha as long as it's not too strong and it's more milky than matcha I really enjoy matcha and then lastly um again going back to traditional medicinals they have a flavor called Moringa with spearmint, and that is really good as well. So I thought that it would just be fit to share my tea recommendations since all I drink is tea, and this season is grab a cup of tea. So now you have no excuse but to grab mini cups with all those recommendations. Okay, moving forward with the quizzes and fun facts. Um, I'm in this one quiz that what type of tea are you which i thought would be really interesting and i will of course link it in the show notes and you can find out what kind of tea you are as well but the first question asks if you could have a free hour what would you do read a book and drink tea go out for a cup of tea at your favorite tea shop find your favorite tea drinking friend and drink a cup of tea together or surf the web trying to find the latest exotic treat tea to try I would definitely choose going out to grab a cup of tea at my favorite tea shop. Um, so there are some really good ones that I actually wanted to recommend. And the first one is in Des Moines if you are in Iowa. And it's called Gung Fu Tea. And you can just have this whole experience sitting down, trying different flavors. You can buy like a pack of loose leaf tea as you go. And it's so gorgeous and so just soothing to be in that area. And it's just so nice. So Gung Fu Tea is definitely a really fun tea experience if you are in Des Moines. And then I've mentioned this place before, but I couldn't remember the name. And I just looked it up and it's the tea shop that I mentioned where you can go and just have a cup of fresh brewed tea. And then you can also play with cats and just have fun in the atmosphere. And it's called Kit Tea in San Francisco. And it's so fun and so cute. My last um, recommendation is not a place to actually drink tea. It's just a shop with a bunch of loose leaf teas. And I love it. It's so cute and little and there's so many options. And it's called the Spice and Tea Exchange of San Francisco. And it's on Pier 39 if you're in the Bay. And it's so nice and quaint. So I would definitely recommend it. Okay, going back to the quiz. So I definitely chose go out for a cup of tea at your favorite tea shop. And then the next question is... If you are stuck in a conflict that is not your fault and must be resolved, what do you do? Figure out who started the conflict and make them responsible for solving the issue. Do some investigative work figuring out how all of the different parties feel. Then do your best to try and bring everyone together and try to create as strong of a truce as possible. Step back and let the issue work itself out. Or jump back and forth between sidelines of the ring, interjecting advice when most promising. I'm definitely the type of person to step back and let the issue kind of fizzle out. Um, that's just how I've always been. And then the last question is, what do you look for in a cup of tea? A strong yet healthy feel, a relaxing aftertaste, a journey of flavor, or a kick in the pants to keep you awake? 
I think I'm definitely a relaxing aftertaste that is um, so good and just always what you need. Okay, I am white tea. I am relaxed and elegant and I enjoy sitting back and taking in the beauty of the world. That was a fun short little quiz. Um, I would definitely just recommend taking it. It's so short, so why not? And I'll leave it in the show notes. Okay, moving on to some tea trivia. I don't know how these will go, but it should be interesting. And the first question is, the spicy milk tea from India is called what? G, sag, kheer, or chai. Now, I'm Kenyan and we have a lot of the same ingredients and recipes as India, so of course I know that this is chai. Um, the next question, I'm going to skip some of the ones that I don't even, can't even guess a good answer. The next one says, which Indian tea is the base for Irish breakfast tea? Assam, Jasmine, Darjeeling, or Matcha? And I'm going to guess Assam because I worked in a cafe and I did not know what Assam was until a lot of people started ordering it. And I'm like, oh, it's just black tea. I am interested in this one, but I definitely don't know the answer. What tea is named for a British prime minister? And the answer is Earl Grey. Wow, I would have never known. According to Japanese custom, should tea... Should green tea be drunk with or without milk and sugar? I'm going to say without, just because I feel like milk and sugar, I don't know. I didn't think it was in their custom. Yeah, it is without. What is the difference between black and green tea? Um, So actually, my grandma has a tea farm on her land, and it's this beautiful, just big green area, and then they take it to the factory to be processed, and it's black tea, of course. But I was showing a photo to my friend once I came back from Kenya, and it's like really, really green, and then it's not black until it dries out. But I was like, yeah, this is my grandma's tea farm. She has so much black tea. And my friend was like, girl, that looks green to me. And I thought it was just so hilarious. So this question of what is the difference between black and green tea reminded me of that. And the answer is the time taken to process the leaves. The rejuvenating properties of green tea were first discovered in which country? I would guess some Asian country like Japan. Oh, it's China, actually. Interesting. Okay, this next question is, which country has the culture of putting a cube of sugar in their mouth before sipping their hot tea? We actually had a, like, cultural demonstration in middle school, and I remember a woman, like, we would go around to different classrooms, and they would show us the different customs of their culture and their countries, and I remember this woman showing us that they would put the sugar cube on their tongue and then sip a little tea or coffee, and I thought it was so interesting, so this really reminded me of that, but I couldn't remember for the life of me where she's from or that country that she was representing, and so I'm going to guess Bosnia. Oh, it's actually Iran. Huh. I have no idea the answer to this next one, but this community serves their tea by boiling butter and salt with it. And the answer is in Tibet. I did not know that. What is an Arnold Palmer? Come on. We know that is black tea mixed with lemonade. I'm not a, this ain't my first rodeo. And yeah, it is half iced tea, half lemonade. Earl Grey tea, a type of tea with a citrus flavor, gets its distinctive flavor from what extract of fruit that shares its name with what citrus fruit? Okay, I don't know if this is a fruit, but I always thought that Earl Grey tea has bergamot or bergamot in it, and I think this is because in like the stash brand of Earl Grey, it definitely says like 
bergamot on the back. What? Orange? Okay, wait. At the bottom, it says Earl Grey tea uses the bergamot orange. Okay, I definitely did not know it was an orange. It doesn't smell very citrusy. And then bubble tea, which originated in Taiwan, has spherical balls of what ingredient inside? And I live in the Bay Area, so I know this is tapioca. <laughs> Ooh, this one is interesting. In many northern African nations, such as Morocco, tea is poured from varying distances from drinking cups. What is the reason for doing this? I have no idea. So, the answer is to create a foam and alter the flavor of the tea. Pouring the tea from various distances can affect the flavor. I did not know that. Okay, I'll just do a few more. Oolong tea is well enjoyed by many, but what does oolong mean when translated from Mandarin Chinese to English? Black dragon. Oh, I did not know that either. Sleepy time tea is popular made by celestial seasonings, but what is so special about it? What? It contains no tea leaves? Sleepy time tea is what's known as an herbal tea, which means it doesn't actually have tea leaves. It's meant to be consumed in normal fashion and is caffeine-free. That is so crazy. I had no idea. White tea is a lesser known but popular drink from around the world, but what color is the tea after it's prepared and boiled? Yellow, I would say? Yeah, yellow. Okay, so that is all for my tea trivia. I thought that was fun and learned a lot about teas that I did not know, but let me go ahead and finish up some questions for this 73 questions, but that was so fun. I had no idea about a lot of those facts. This first question is kind of lighthearted, but just lipstick or lip gloss? I would definitely go with lip gloss. I'm definitely more into like reapplying it throughout the day, kind of having more of a natural makeup look, and then having some glossy lips to finish off. I think it's just so classy and you can never go wrong with lip gloss. What is a movie that really makes you laugh? I think any movie with The Rock and um, Kevin Hart together is just so hilarious. So definitely like Central Intelligence is so funny or even Jumanji. I think they're just a really good duo. Ah, the classic question, cats or dogs? Now, I've never actually had any pets besides fish growing up, um, but we do have a farm cat at our farm, and I was always more of a dog person, or I always call myself a dog person, but once I met her and hung out with her, I think she's transferring me over, and maybe she's just the only cat that has ever liked me, because like, growing up, I always thought that cats didn't like me. But whenever she stays at our house and whenever we're at the farm, she's just so chill and so fun. And I am slowly becoming a cat person because of her. What is a challenge you think the next generation will face? I think the next generation will be torn between history and just historical perspectives and outdated mindsets and also what their parents believe. I think a lot of young people are really influenced by what their parents believe and where their parents stand in a lot of topics, but I think our next generation will just have grown up with that controversy in their everyday life, especially with media growing and stuff like that. So I think they'll face the challenge of facing their own beliefs and cultivating what they believe about different things versus what other people are saying, especially like their families and stuff like that. What makes you laugh the most? I think I'm a big sucker for either like story times from different YouTubers or just good old-fashioned tad jokes. 
Are you a clean or messy person? I'm definitely a clean person for the most part. I think um, when I come home to like a messy space or if I leave my bed unmade or something out, I either have to get it back in order before I can focus on like doing homework or something else or I just get really overwhelmed by the fact that I left my space really messy. So I would say clean. Would you rather go out or stay in? Um, I think I'm definitely more of a going out person, just a good night like spent with good friends, whether it's going to the movies or going out to eat or just walking around. I think it's so fun to explore new places and just be out and about when you're young and there's so many things to discover. So I definitely enjoy just outings and different ways to spend evenings. Ice cream flavor, chocolate chip cookie dough. Always has been, always will be. It's just a classic and you can never go wrong. I always order chocolate chip cookie dough. Although I will say I always try other flavors and then I'm like, mm, nah. What is your ideal birthday? Now, this is the best birthday idea I've ever come up with and I wish that we weren't in quarantine because I would definitely do it this year. But this year I'm turning 20 and I thought it'd be so fun to first of all kind of go back in time and go like roller skating because of course that's something that we would do in the 2000s and I was born in 2000 so just have kind of a retro birthday like that but then make it Great Gatsby themed and call it the Rolling 20s instead of the Roaring 20s. I thought that'd be the best birthday ever but I probably won't be able to do it. What is the most memorable meal you've ever had? Now I don't know why it's not like this meal was spectacular or anything but I will just never forget this one time I think I might have been seven or eight maybe my family drove to Indiana Indiana or Illinois I think it was Indiana for a wedding and we had dinner at this place called Toby's I've never seen another Toby's anywhere else but it was such a good meal and I think it was just because I was younger and it was like five courses so as soon as you finish one thing they bring out another and I just felt so grown up and I'll just always remember and I always said like that food was so good everything about it from the appetizer to the actual main meal and the dessert I just loved it and I will never forget what is something that you were very underprepared for so I definitely think coming from a family of immigrants and then just being the first born of the family, I think I was kind of just lost when going through the whole SATs and ACTs and AP testing and applying for college, that whole phase of life. I think I just didn't have a lot of guidance or someone to really ask in my personal life. So that's something that I kind of went into blindly. What is your favorite form of exercise? I really like running or going on hikes or something that's more outdoorsy and really active heavy rather than like going to the gym and lifting weights, especially for a more lifestyle aspect of fitness. A song you can listen to on repeat, anything old and R&B, I really, really love. So I think I could listen to like Closer by Neo or Run It by Chris Brown, any sort of that genre I could just listen to over and over again for years and years. What character trait makes you instantly respect someone? I think I really respect someone's demeanor and character when they don't talk about other people who aren't in that space. And then also, on the contrary, when they're able to 
confront people and just go to the person who's bothering them and just talk about what's going on to their face rather than maybe talking about them to someone who's not even in the situation. So that is something that I really value in other people. What practice should be brought back into fashion? I think that writing thank you notes and thank you cards to people and just different professionals in your life or even personal people is something that should be brought back or even just sending cards in the mail like old school way is something that we don't really do as much anymore you kind of congratulate someone by texting them or sending them a gif but i really miss good old mailed written letters and stuff like that i remember in elementary school once we left church camp we would give each other our addresses because back then we really didn't have phones or anything it was kind of like you either call me on my home phone or you send me letters and so we would send each other letters and I remember one girl we kept in touch for so many years and we would send each other our school pictures and that's not really related to like thank you cards and stuff but I think letters in general is something so sweet and thoughtful that isn't done as much anymore and I think it should be brought back what is a trend that should never come back um definitely jeans that go right at the waist and you know when it was a style to have like a short shirt and then short jeans and like have a little midsection yeah i think that's a trend that should be left in the 2000s what are the longest five minutes you ever spent definitely any minute that i spent at the dmv has been very long what is a story you've told over and over again i have definitely shared so I have a few scars on my face, and I've said this story so many times, but when I was eight, I wasn't looking, and I hit a parked car, yes, it was parked, right on the corner of my street, like I made a sharp turn, looked back, and right there was a car, and so the back windshield shattered, and then I dropped my bike and ran home, and I ended up having to get 36 stitches on my face, and actually the other day, I was in one of my classes, and they were like, okay, everyone, let's say a fun fact about each other or ourselves and i was thinking to myself i really need to get a new fun fact because this is something that i've been saying since i was eight years old that i got 36 stitches on my face so i need to find something else so that is definitely a story that i have said over and over again just because it's so evident when you look at me you can see the scars and people always ask what is the best thing about the place you live I think in both Iowa City and the Bay Area, there are just so many things to do really in close proximity to where I live. So you can just never get bored and you can always be exploring or just trying out new foods, going to new shops, um, of course pre-COVID, but I think that they're just so fun and you can explore the same city over and over again and always discover something new. The next question is, what is the greatest physical pain you've ever felt? and I think nothing will amount to actually getting those stitches on my face removed when I was eight. That was so painful, more painful than actually getting them in, and I'm definitely the kind of person who doesn't shy away from shots or anything, or I don't really think that a lot of things are painful, but that for sure was painful. What are you most excited about at this time in your life? I think in this time of my life, I'm just excited to meet a bunch of people who are 
in the same focused area as me, who are pursuing the same things as me, and who are just like in the same stage of life as me. I think it's really unique to be in higher ed because there's always an opportunity to meet people. There's definitely going to be people who are just really like-minded as you, and so that's something that I'm excited for is just being around people who are like me and getting to meet them. How would you spend a million dollars? I feel like this is the million dollar question um, that people always ask, like, what would you do if you won the lottery? Stuff like that. And I think first and foremost, I would try and pay for some school. And then I would definitely try to treat my family out to like a vacation. Definitely somewhere that we haven't been before and somewhere more like exotic. I think that'd be so cool. Of course, donating to causes that I am passionate about or interested in that would definitely be a part of the million dollar distribution so those are the top three ways that i would spend a million dollars this next question asks when are you happiest i definitely think i am happiest surrounded by a lot of people whether it's family or friends just doing a really fun like adrenaline activity not even adrenaline but just something that everyone is enjoying I think that's when I have a really good time. What is the fanciest event you've ever been to? So last semester, fall semester of my sophomore year, um, I'm an intern at my at the local food pantry, and they had a fundraiser that was a farm dinner, and so it was at this local farm, and all the food was like grown and harvested at that farm, and then cooked at the kitchen. And then we helped serve it. So I wasn't an attendee, but it was still super fancy and it was like expensive and really just one of those multiple course meals and course dinners. So I feel like that was really, really fancy. If you could go back to one historical event to witness it, what would it be and why? I feel like I would want to go back and witness the colonialism that occurred in Kenya just because it definitely is something that of course is a big part of our history and then um, I know it was in my grandma's day and age so just being able to see the stuff that she went through I think would be really interesting. What is the best thing about the town that your university is in? So I go to the University of Iowa and I think the best thing about it is just the fact that everyone that is like a staff or a professional in the area knows that this is a college town and they're just going to be dealing with a lot of college students and in that I think that they cater more towards college students and there are just so many opportunities and so many people willing to help you and willing to help you get to where you want to be and so in that way I think it's really unique that community aspect of the college town. Favorite pizza topping? Ooh, I definitely think veggie pizzas are underrated and lately We have been getting pizza at Mountain Mike's and their like veggie lover is so, so good. It has just a bunch of different things and I never thought I liked olives, but theirs is so, so delicious. So I think right now that's my favorite just because I've had it recently and I was really surprised by how much I liked it. Favorite drink. Um, My favorite drink is definitely ginger ale. I developed a taste for ginger ale when I was first going to Kenya when I was 11 and on the plane, every time they asked me what I wanted to drink, I was like, you know what, I'll just take a ginger ale. And ever since then, I A, get ginger ale at planes, in planes, and it's just my preferred beverage when I'm drinking soda. So I definitely like ginger ale. K 
can you speak any other languages but English? So I can, but I don't know if speak is really the right word. Um, so my first language was Swahili. I was born in Kenya and then we moved here when I was three. So I spoke Swahili most of my upbringing, or not most, but for the first few years. And then once I came here and I was integrated into preschool, I actually learned English through my classmates. And of course, when you're so young, like within the first month, I knew English. And since that was what I was surrounded by all the time, I kind of lost my Swahili. So it's really bad now, but it's still there, small but sure. And then um, my parents have a tribal language, which is called Kikuyu. And in Kenya, they are about 50 different tribes and each tribe has their own language. So um, when I was about nine, because everyone in Kenya speaks Swahili, so that is what most parents teach their children growing up. So I never actually learned Kikuyu, but when I was nine years old, I kind of just was more listening to my parents' conversation and they would mix in Kikuyu and English and Swahili. And then over time, I would fill in the blanks here and there and then I started being able to understand it. So I still can't speak it to this day, but I definitely can understand it more than I could when I was younger. And then in high school, I spoke about this in my last episode where I talked about wanting to take French so I could go to France. But I took French starting 8th grade all the way up to my senior year. And now I don't use it as much. Sometimes I use it like at the food pantry if some people speak French better than English. But other than that, I don't really use it in my daily life. But I definitely wish that I had the opportunity to. You are having a party. Who do you invite? I feel like I would just invite a bunch of my extended family. Like not even celebrities or famous people or historical people. Just a bunch of my extended family. They're so fun and so down to earth. And whenever I was in Kenya, I really just enjoyed being in their company. Especially like my cousins who are my age. So I would just try and bring everybody all at once together. I think that'd be so fun. What is your must do when you go to the movies? So I love getting like candy or ice cream. I'm more of a sweet snack than a savory snack, so I don't really get popcorn as much. Throwback to the time when we actually could go to the movies, but when I do, I love getting like Twizzlers and a soda or bringing in my own Swedish fish. Um, you know, when you go to like the dollar store and you stock up on a bunch of snacks so you don't have to pay the movie price. Oh yeah, I always get Swedish fish. Who is someone famous that you would love to have lunch with? I think I would really love to have lunch or even just have like a little gathering with like Michelle Obama and Zendaya and just influential women like that. I think um, I haven't read Becoming Michelle Obama, but I watched the documentary and then I just always loved Zendaya ever since she was on Shake It Up and the fact that she's only a few years older than me and she's also a few towns over in Oakland. I think I've always wanted to meet her and just like know what she's like because she just seems really down to earth. So I would love to have lunch with either Zendaya or Michelle Obama or both. Okay, I think those are all my questions for this episode. It was definitely harder than I expected to A, find questions that are more answerable and then also talk about myself for a while. That's not really like a message or a mantra to the episode, just getting to know me. But I thought it would be fun, especially as I'm wrapping up this season and 
I'm moving forward with guests and stuff like that, I thought it'd be nice to kind of just have you guys get to know me a little better. And of course, this is inspired by like 73 questions by Vogue, but I definitely enjoyed it, especially the little tea segment in the middle and getting to know that trivia. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoy recording it. So that is a wrap for season two. Grab a cup of tea. Let's chat. And thank you guys so much for just coming back again and again and supporting me again. I'm really grateful. So I hope that you enjoy season three and I'm looking forward to seeing you then. Bye.